One, two, one, two. We are back. Hello, everybody. It's been a while. Uh, Earl's out of jail. Everything's good. Um, he's back in the fold. What do you think, Earl, right? Yeah, that's a great way to start the podcast <laughs> off. And, you know, so... Your daughter for- just looked at me like I really was in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we got... We were, I was going to announce that we have a little guest here as well. This is the Super Bowl episode of... The pigskin lover, Earl the Pearl, Kansas City, Philadelphia. This is going to be a quick pod, but it's going to be a fun pod. We're going to talk about a couple things. What an end of the season, Earl. I mean, it feels to me like the two best teams are playing in the Super Bowl. Do you agree? Definitely. uh, You know, they took different routes to get there. Uh, Kansas City's had a little more uh, controversy with injuries and uh whatnot and also uh poaching of their uh assistant coach eric Bieniemy. that's right that's who right. i played against in high school did uh, you really he went to i believe alamany and i was at notre dame high wow and he was a star so he's gonna get a head coaching job probably uh you know this off season so this might be the last time you see him in chief colors and he probably wants to go out with a win yeah yeah, he's he's the enemy actually should get a head coaching job. I mean, he's paid his dues. You know, I know most people say that Reed is the one that's calling all the shots, and that's the reason why he's had 16 interviews and he's 0 for 16 as far as getting a head coaching job. Um, but I think especially if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl again this year, I think this guy deserves a shot. You know, you're giving Lovey Smith and you're giving uh, Nathaniel Hackett and people like this shots. There's no reason why the enemy shouldn't have a shot. You know. I mean, I think he's the next uh, Mike Tomlin. You know, could be uh, style coach. Uh, you know, he's a players' coach. Yeah, everyone loves him. The yeah. Chiefs. I'm sure Mahomes will be like, "Hey, man, you can take over for Reed. Don't leave me." Right. But, uh, well, I'm sure he's got uh, this game on his mind right now more than uh, a new coaching job. So it, it's going to be a great game, real close. It's going to be a great game. I mean, I will say, and you know, we'll get to breaking down the game in a minute. I mean, I do think Kansas City lucked out a bit uh, in getting in here, but at the same time, you know, they have the MVP and they have the Michael Jordan of football, and uh, those intangibles as you get into the playoffs and into the big game are sometimes can overshadow the X's and O's of a football team before we jump in into the game. Cause we do want to keep this one brief and really get to the, uh, you know, I know Darren Weinstock and others have said to me, I just want to hear the predictions. I don't want to hear the banter, but we'll have a few minutes here. Earl, let's just hit two quick current events. One is what is going on with Brett Favre suing Pat McAfee and then suing who he was suing someone else. Another well. uh, Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp. I mean, and by the way, we never even spoke about when Shannon, <laughs> Shannon Sharp, Tried to fight the Memphis Grizzlies a few weeks ago, but like, what is going on here with Brett Favre? I guess he's getting involved, and there's been some potential fraud or something. Well, it's funny. I know uh, the girl who he sent pictures to in his Crocs. Uh, so you know, Brett Favre seems to be struggling uh, with nothing to do right. uh, on a daily basis. But uh, you know, that's the um, thing about sports talk shows is when you. You know, they all try and get ratings by saying outrageous stuff. And, uh, you know, Sharp is very verbose, and and so is uh, McAfee. So when you say wacky stuff, you take the chance of whoever you're talking about going, uh, no, I'm going to sue you for that. So, yeah, uh, you know, it's about Favre's charity and that 
certain money went to his uh, alma mater, which uh, coincidentally enough, his daughter plays volleyball on. Right. And there was a, uh, I think it was a $5 million uh, donation that uh, oddly enough went to the building of a new volleyball facility at oh his God. daughter's school. Wow. So uh, there's definitely some shady accounting going on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, I know from the stand-up comedy world where comics get uh, uh, lawsuits a lot in the defamation area, it, it takes a lot to yeah. prove someone uh, slandered you. I mean, it's it's an incredible, uh, you know, odds that you have to show that someone actually damaged your name. So I don't... We'll see. You know. I think it's all it's all theatrics. This thing's never going to go to trial or anything. These are settlements and, you know. It, well, it's, just, it's, it's hard to settle slander and defamation lawsuits. Right. It's not, the damage has been done to Favre. Yeah. You know, people think he's a scumbag now. Right. Uh, and even if it's proven he's not, it'll be like a little headline. No one will put it out there. In a well, once way. it's out there, it's out there. So when right. you say Brett Favre is a scummy guy who ripped off his charity. People say yes without, right. You can't really take that back. So. I don't think it will be settled. What that, you know, one other, and then we'll dive into the football. What, Earl, what happened with Michael Irvin? I mean, what the, I mean, oh, <laughs> this guy's like, a this horny guy, guy. I mean, this guy's on like, he's on, you know, ESPN. He's on the NFL network. I guess the story I heard is he walked into the hotel. He was talking to an employee there. It obviously wasn't a conversation that should have been. And then they had him removed from the hotel. So I, I it's crazy. We'll see. Well, he just filed, I think, yesterday a $100 million lawsuit against, uh, against the hotel. Right, and the NFL. Or, or no, maybe I it was think the hotel. Probably ESP, uh, the NFL network. Right. Um, and the girl, uh, you know, most witnesses say it was a under one minute conversation. Uh, his hands never, I think he might have shaken her hand. Right. Uh, obviously, he's on tape talking to her. So you could surmise that he might have said something inappropriate right uh so it, it's crazy you know cancel it's a tough culture one. cancel culture and today and again i'm not by any mean condoning what michael said or didn't say but cancel culture in today's society is just from my perspective has gotten extremely out of control and uh you know this guy while he's not an angel if there was no kind of physical contact or this or that to, <clears throat> to be kind of thrown off these telecasts the week of Super Bowl and all that to me is a little, a little out there, but you know, everyone has their opinions on that stuff. You know? Well, I see it uh, almost on a weekly basis in the world of stand up with uh, comics getting accused of certain things and, and some are innocent, but once it's out there, it's too late. You've, you've ruined someone's uh, reputation and, you know, you could say, you know, Earl Skakel's a money launderer. Yeah. Once it's out there, people are going to think that, even if it's not true. So, you know, I, I feel bad for Michael Irvin. His past reputation doesn't help him with uh, some of the, uh, you know, drug uh, instances in his life. Right. So yeah. uh, hopefully uh, they figure it out, but it's going to be too late because he's probably lost a lot of potential future income. Right. You know, if you're Nike or ESPN or Disney, yeah. Do you want to be associated with a guy who's got his reputation? Probably not. Right. Well, so that's at the top of all this. That's our, you know, we wanted to talk. So let's 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 dive into the football because I think that's all 
what everyone wants to hear. So Super Bowl, Kansas City, Philadelphia. Philadelphia is going to be the home team. They're going to be in the green or the black, uh, the black uniforms tomorrow. Kansas City is going to be in their road white uniforms. Um, what a game. Uh, you know, Philadelphia, you know, let's 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 for a second just talk about both these teams. Earl, let's let's start off with Philadelphia. By far the best team in the NFL this year. Uh defense and offense, best line, best defensive line and offensive line. Um, really, with the exception of their one loss in the Indianapolis Colts game, which I was at, which they did not look impressive at. They've pretty much skated through the NFL this year. Um, they're as healthy as can be, with the exception of Jalen Hurts's throwing shoulder, which everyone says he's fine. Um, so the Eagles come in. What was really interesting here was right after the championship games, Kansas City opened as a two and a half point favorite. Within 10 minutes, it flip flopped and it went to Philly minus one. Then it went all the way to Philly minus two and a half as tons of money came in on Philly early. Then it settled at one and a half <clears throat> where they sit now with a 51 total in the game. Right now, 70% of the public is on Philadelphia. 30% is on Kansas City. If you look at all the sports books, they all, across all the offshores across the country, 70 to 80% of the bets are on Philadelphia. 30% are on Kansas City. And, you know, you have a MVP quarterback and an MVP coach that are getting 30% out of 100% of the bets that they're going to win the Super Bowl. And a lot of times people look at what they saw last, right? They look at Philly and they say, blow out of the Giants, blow out of San Francisco. They're rolling. This is the best team. They're going to win the Super Bowl. And then they look at Kansas City and they say, kind of lucky that they beat Cincinnati, right? Jacksonville was a seven-point game, even though it really was was a you know wasn't even close. Um, and they look at Kansas City's full record this year of barely blowing anybody out and winning a lot of games that they shouldn't have, and you know, barely getting by Houston late in that game on December eighteenth, and barely beating Denver by three points, and you know beating the Chargers in LA by three points and beating Tennessee by three points. And it's very easy for people to look at this game and say, Philly, 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 Philly. Um, I think it's a coin toss game. I think it's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal game. And uh, I want to talk, I want to start with you, <clears throat> Earl, your opinion of the Super Bowl. We can both make a prediction and then we can, Talk about, I can tell you my four. I, I'm not a big prop bet guy, but I have five, six prop bets this uh, Super Bowl that I'm betting, and then I have my side. But I want to start with you and get your opinion on where you think the Super Bowl is going to go and what your opinion is, period. I think it's going to be a super close game. Um, you know, I think it's going to be like that one Super Bowl for you older listeners out there, the Steelers and the Cowboys. The Steelers beat the Cowboys 35-31. And um, I think it was one of the last plays of the game. The Cowboys could have won the game with the exception of a drop pass by their tight end in the end zone. I think it's going to be like that. Uh, I think this game boils down to whether 
the Kansas City offensive line can protect Mahomes. Uh, I'm of the belief that his ankle's a lot more uh, injured than what the Chiefs are uh, letting everyone know. If you look at how that ankle bent, that's not just a high ankle sprain. Um, it's I don't know what the uh, injury just below a broken ankle is, but I think Mahomes has it. Um, you know, it's going to be heavily taped up and. You could see even in the last game, he threw a couple passes where he literally, as he was throwing the ball, hopped on his one healthy knee. Um, and against that Eagles pass rush, uh, they are salivating right now, thinking of uh, his lack of relative immobility. Um, so that's what this game is going to come down to. Um, you know, hurts his shoulders, probably not as healthy as uh, the Eagles are letting us to believe either. But yeah. You know, if you have an injury as a quarterback, you know, that you'd rather have a, a bum ankle or a bum shoulder, I think you take the bum shoulder. Um, so I think the Eagles are going to win by a touchdown. You know, wow. So, I mean, if Mahomes is healthy, I pick, I pick them. He's the yeah. best player in the league. Yeah. But, you know, he's injured and yeah. there's only so much you can do. And it's a lot of pressure on the uh, Chiefs defense to, uh, you know, hold uh, like AJ Brown, uh, you know, that guy's an animal uh, yeah. and he hasn't had a big game yet, he which is been. scary. I think he's due to just, and he's so big and so strong and so fast. Yeah. It's going to leave uh one-on-one -on -one matchups for other uh, receivers. So I just think this is the Eagles year. Um, I mean, it is tough to go against the chiefs because their uh, coaching staff is so much more experienced than the Eagles coaching staff. Yeah, I got to be honest, Earl. I was I was really turned off by Nick Sirianni in the Giant game when the camera came to him and he was like looking at the camera and like being like one of the players, you know, he's pumped up. I just think of Bill Belichick or I think of Andy Reid or I think of Mike Tomlin that are such strong coaches and leaders of men that you would never see a coach looking into a camera and doing that. And I know Sirianni's a new generation guy. He's a young guy. He's like 2.0 of these coaches. Um, but I was turned off by that. And, you know, I think we're at a huge um, disadvantage with him against Andy Reid in this game. Um, we can talk about that a little more. He does have the best team, but I hear you. So in your gut of the moment, you think Philly by a touchdown right now. Yeah, and it, it's hard because if you look at the Chiefs' uh, coaches, they have, I think it's over 80 years of coaching experience. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And if you look at the Eagles' coaches, they're 70, I think, five years old. Yeah. Not coaching experience, but that's how old or young they are. Young, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, this is going to be a classic, I think, old-school coaching mentality versus, versus the new. The new. This is my space against TikTok. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, for you uh, millennial and Gen Zers to understand our lingo, um, I mean, anything can happen. It's one game, you know. Uh, it, you know, the other thing, Earl, about this game is we can all give our pick and say what we think, but one turnover and you know, it's all out the window. I mean, what is your so? Okay, so Earl, so you like Philly in the game? What's your opinion about the over under at fifty one in this game? I mean, I. I like the over because I think there's going to be a lot more passing than running. Um, yeah. 
you know, I, I think a little bit of ego will come into it between Hertz and Mahomes. And, you know, I'm sure Mahomes is sick of hearing about Hertz being the, the younger version of him. And, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, obviously the running game will be important to set up both teams passing, um, you know, and then turnovers, uh, you know, and there's certain matchups. Can the Eagles stop Kelsey? You know, he, yeah. like once he gets going, I mean, he's so tough to stop and yeah. he takes away from your defense. You can't really go with any wacky blitz packages because you have to make sure he's covered at all times. And even when he's covered, he gets open. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, same thing for AJ Brown on the other side, it's really going to be, I think about individual matchups and which defense can stop the other teams, uh, receivers and tight ends. So for you then for you, your two plays would be Philly, uh, to win the football game and the over in the game at 51. I mean, you know, it's this is literally a coin toss in yeah. terms of who's going to win this game. Yeah. And special teams is key as well. Um, you know, I do like Kansas City better if either quarterback gets hurt. I think Henny is a very capable backup. Um, I mean, you saw what he did in, in the playoffs, you know, that second quarter where he, I think they drove 94 yards under him. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's. It's a neutral site, so you can't say one team's going to have the fans over the other. Although Eagle fans do tend to travel, they're almost like in that Steeler fan category. So yeah, that'll uh, be interesting. You know, it's such a tight. It, it is it's a gonna, tight game. I think it's going to be one of the closer Super Bowls ever. You know, past twenty-one years, underdogs own a fifteen to uh, and six against the spread, seventy-one percent edge including 11 and four against the spread in the last 15. Again, that's all out the window based on matchups, but that's a, a statistic of the 56 Super Bowls. 42 of them were won by the team who found the end zone first. So to keep it recent, 11 of the last 12 Super Bowls featured the winning team as the team that scored the first touchdown. So you live betters and you people that are Believing in that, whichever team scores the first touchdown might be worth a nice little toss on a live understanding that statistic that I just gave you. Um, <clears throat> you know, the team with the inferior defense should probably take more chances. You know, Andy Reid can gamble because his odds are usually better with the ball in Mahomes' hands. Um, the idea that Kansas City gets up early in this game and Jalen Hurts has to play from behind is, I think, a huge advantage for Kansas City. Um, if you're Philly backers, I think to take Philly in the first half is probably a much better bet than playing Philly in the game because you figure they come out and, you know, Patrick Mahomes late in the game. I mean, listen, if we go into the fourth quarter and we're in a tie game or within seven, who would you rather have your money on, Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts? So, these are things that I think about. Let me give you my two cents because we don't have to go on forever here. So here's, here's my theory. Is Philly the better team? Yes. Does Philly have the better front line? Yes. Does Philly have the better defensive line? Yes. Is Philly more healthy at receivers? Yes. Can Philly and their quarterback control a game better from a clock perspective? Yes. 
DVOA, is Philly a better team? Yes. So we have all these pointing to Philly, 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 Philly. And guess what, guys? I'm all over the Chiefs. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to win the Super Bowl. I think you have Michael Jordan and you have Andy Reid. Uh, it's like Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan in a championship game that you're an underdog. And, you know, the public is 70%, 30%. Vegas needs Kansas City. I personally am major contrarian on this Super Bowl. If I ask 20 friends, 18 of them are taking Philadelphia. Um, I'm going the other way. I'm going with Kansas City to win this game. Uh, and I think it's going to be an under game. So Earl and I are completely split. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 27-17, or I'm going to go 24-20 Kansas City. Um, I think it's going to be more ball controlled. I think Philly's going to try to keep Mahomes off the field. And don't ask me why. You know, one plus one doesn't equal three in football. Or excuse me, one plus one. Sorry, I said that wrong. One plus one doesn't equal two in football. It usually equals three. And I think all the intangibles here point to Kansas City for me to be a contrarian better here. There are four props that I like, Earl, that I'm going to bring up. Let me just say this. like yeah. You're talking about, everyone's talking about Mahomes is the best oh, yeah. player in the game, and he is when healthy. Yeah. But, you know, Nick Foles beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. That's true. So, uh, That's you know, it's point. one game, you know. And, it's and, one game and anything can happen. And what I think Earl and I are both telling most of you is, Super Bowls are not games to make big bets on. They're the most the the reason that you can bet as much as you want on a Super Bowl is because it's square central. The doorman at the Lermitage is betting. The trash man down in Gardena is betting. Everybody's betting on the Super Bowl. So there's no real advantage in this game. This is a fun bet for most. So, you know, this is not one to mortgage your house on, not that you ever should. But I'm going, you know, I just feel like I'm going with the better quarterback, the better coach, a team that's probably not as good, but under pressure, as long as the game is close, I'm betting that Mahomes will find a way to win it. Um, See, I'm going with the team with the better defense. Yeah. And you know what people say, defense wins Super Bowls. So this will be really interesting as Earl and I are opposite each other here. Defense, uh, I think offense wins you a big contract. Yeah. You know, Mahomes, $300 million contract. But I, I think, you know, defense, you know, it's just tough to stop a good defense. Plus, yeah. you know, the you know the KC offensive line is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they, they rebuilt it a little bit. Yeah. But that Eagles pass rush is just insane. And it's they're really going to have to uh, probably keep Kelsey – in the backfield to help chip lock, you know, pick up a blitzer. And that helps the Eagles defense because now you don't have to necessarily worry about him catching the football. He's got a block Absolutely. a little more than he's used to. Absolutely. So the four props, guys, that I have identified that I think are good for a small amount of money, but I like. Um, I like over 291 passing yards on Mahomes. I think that if Kansas City wins the game, Mahomes is going to have to throw more than he usually does. And I think that that is solid. I think it's up to like 295 now, but I like that. I like the under on Jalen Hurts at 241 passing yards. I think that 
for Philly to win. They're going to have to run more. Um, both, both plays, um, I think are smart to play each just because they're a hedge against each other. I like over four and a half receptions for Dallas Goddard on Philly. I think he, as a tight end, is somebody who's going to be used a lot, and I think that that's a very solid play. And the play that I've played every single playoff game this year and won is under one and a half receptions on Quez Watkins. So Quez is a guy who's actually really good, but he's their fourth receiver, and he usually doesn't get a reception, maybe one. And it's cashed for me three out of three um, times the last game of the year in the two playoff games. So I'm going to go with those those four props. And then, you know, everyone likes to have fun with uh, with the, you know, with the first touchdown and all that. I might throw Quez in there at 38 to one to score the first touchdown. How funny would that be if he actually got the pass there and then didn't get a pass the rest of the game? <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Um some other information that I got, I don't know what, you can't get it anymore. They took it off the board everywhere in Vegas, was uh, Rihanna, that she's going to sing um, what her first song is going to be and what her last song is going to be. The problem is, is that I tried to find it. It's not offshore and it's not in Vegas, so they took it off. It might have been there early on. But again, what I would have done on this, just so everybody can track it and see if I know anything, if I know what I'm talking about or whatever, was that she, hold on, now I'm trying to find it. Now I can't even find it. But I think her first song was going to be Umbrella. Um, hold on, here we go. I'm sorry. Her first song was going to be Don't Stop the Music at plus 350. And her last song was going to be Diamonds at plus 900. If anyone can find that, play that. But I don't. I'm not guaranteeing it, but that's just from someone who, you know, has a gut on these things gave me. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with all of that. You're a real uh, gambling degenerate if you're <laughs> uh, going plus 900 on, you know, Rihanna singing diamonds. Well, I will say this. I am not a prop guy and I'm not a lemon, uh, Gatorade guy and I'm not a, you know, Super Bowl for me is very who's going to win how it's going to go down, the total. I mean, I do play unders in almost every Super Bowl. I will say Earl gave the over. I mean, I like the under 51 in the game. Um, I, I like, you, you know, you guys heard my, my, my score that I think. I think it's going to be a ball-controlled game. And I, you know, so those are kind of the predictions here. I think Earl and I covered a lot of it. It's going to be a great game. Um, and we'll see. We'll see what happens here going into next year. I want to, first off. Well, I'll, I do have a few. Oh yeah, Give prop me a bets that yeah. I like. Uh, Mahomes uh, rushing for over eighteen and a half yards. I like the under on that. Yeah. I just don't think he's going to be running a lot. Yeah. Um, because I think they'll collapse the pocket on him, yeah. and so he's not going to have an opportunity to run for ten to twelve, fifteen yards. Um, and I think that the first turnover will be an interception. Wow. Um. So, and I think the first score of the game will be a touchdown. Those are pretty easy yep. bets to make. Um, I don't think the first turnover will be a fumble. Of course, it could be, yeah. but I think, I think after the first quarter, the game's going to open up. You know, traditionally in the Super Bowl, first quarter is always like zero zero running, yeah. you know, little dunk plays, and then 
little by little, the passes get to that 10 to 20 yard range. And then, you know, one big catch by, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, who's kind of a, a hidden, uh, you know, he's not someone that a lot of people think about, but, you know, he had some big catches in the playoffs. Yep. So, you know, that first big pass will get the other team going, okay, we got to get Brown wide open a little bit more. And uh, so I do think, and I would take the second half over because um, I think, by the time the third quarter hits, it, it's going to be a, a run and gun type game. Trick plays. It's going to be that second half. I think will be it's going to fly over. Going to be buck wild. Yeah. The the you know the one that I didn't mention that I showed to you guys is I did that the fourth quarter will score more points than the first quarter, and I had to lay minus two hundred on that. But I love that. I think the fourth quarter will definitely have more points than the first quarter. And I have no problem laying the 200 on that. I think it's a really, really solid play. I like yours, Earl. I think those are good, really, really good props. I like those a lot. And there's so, one last one. The yep. first half unders, yeah. right now it's 24 and a half. I like the under in the first half. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, Mahomes, and especially Mahomes, but Hurts as well, once they get a read on the other's defense, the second half will be uh, a lot more wide open and, and explosive. Yeah. No, I think I think these are I think these are good solid plays and you know, first off, I want to thank Earl the Pearl for the pods this year for allowing us to come into his studio uh and do this podcast. We've had a lot of fun doing it. It's been great. Um so thank you Earl for that. Oh, um, thank you. And uh you know, we should probably start this a little earlier next year. Yes. Instead of hitting me up Two days before the regular season starts, yes. uh, you know, maybe plan this out over the summer. We got to plan it out and we got to really come up with a really good kind of shtick here that everyone can enjoy. Um, but I think it's been great. I think we've had some really good information. I think people enjoy it. You have our predictions. One thing I didn't tell you guys, but I'll tell you now, 69% of the action is on Philly. 31% is on Kansas City as far as the overall consensus right now for this game. Um, but this is kind of a wrap on this on this pod, the Super Bowl pod. I want to do a quick shout out to the Diamond on Woodland. I want to do a shout out to David Law Enforcement Hawkman, who promised me I could go with him on a police, um, you know, going in the car and checking things out. I'm having a little bit of a fog here on how I'm describing that. I want to thank Foon and Solly and Monty and Eric Playboy Handler and all the other Johnny, you know, BC Wolk and all the other crazies. What's BC stand for? I don't want to. I don't want to get into that right now. And you know, listen, it's been a great year. We're gonna. I want one person just to give her prediction on this podcast as we end it here. I have Greta Jane Barrett, the one and only, who's going to be starring in High School Musical coming up. I just want Greta, Greta, right now, just j please for everybody. Yeah, Greta. Are you, are you Kansas City or Philadelphia? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Kansas City, bitches. Oh, wow. All right, Kansas City from Greta Jane. Um, and that's where we are. So, guys, thank you so much. Oh, Earl, we forgot to say our our, our sponsor on the podcast. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to thank the, the man who financed this whole podcast, uh, if you're ever in the, the Miami area off of Collins Drive by the David Barton gym and you're hungry and 
you're walking around uh, Washington Avenue trying to figure out what nightclub to get into and you need some energy, you uh, just yell out, Tommy, Pooch! And Pooch's Pizza will make you feel like you've never felt before. And uh, I'd like to give a shout out to my attorney, Saul Geeler. And uh, Shlomo Glickstein, uh, my accountant, uh, will be back. And by the way, this breaking news, uh, you know, the Turkey earthquake, uh, horrible, horrible news. Uh, the Israeli uh, search team was sent there yesterday. Five minutes into their uh, search, they found all loose quarters. Earl. I don't condone that, what he just said. I am against what he just said. So I just want to go on record here. When this pod goes out, I am clear of any of Earl's comedy store jokes. In any case, guys, thank you for listening to the pod. We love you. Good luck on the Super Bowl. Let's see where we stand and have a good one. See ya. Peace.